Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I am James Butler, the Cricket Badger. Thank you very much to Who Knows Wins for their support of these IPL dailies. Have a look on whatever app store that you use to download your apps on your phone and your tablets and what have you. Who Knows Wins, get ready because we're going to be launching our league and we can play along and you can try and beat me, the Badger as we go through IPL 2021. One of our biggest features last year, one of our best listened to features last year, was when we talked about the young talent likely to play in the competition. A few names that we probably don't know too much about at times. And I'm going to be joined today by Akash Siva Subramaniam to talk about all things IPL when it comes to the young pretenders. Who's going to delight us? Who's going to come out from the shadows of our knowledge and suddenly appear in the spotlight and perform and delight us? All teams need and have uncapped talent as they prepare for the competition and they all start somewhere all of those household names in Indian cricket they all started somewhere and generally speaking it is the IPL that they suddenly find their feet in so it's coming to you in two parts in today's edition we have a look at Chennai Super Kings the youngsters at Delhi Capitals Kolkata Knight Riders the Mumbai Indians and the Punjab Kings and then in part two which you obviously need to listen to after you've listened to this one we run through the rest of the franchises and we basically have a little bit of a conclusion assessment and we pick our top three youngsters for IPL 2021. Akash got it dead on last year, picking Devdup Padakal to be the star of the competition. He was fantastic for RCB. Can we find the young pretender, the young star of the future that's going to shine on the stage of IPL 2021 this time around? And coming after this part and the second part is also a little bit of a breakaway chat. Halfway through the conversation I had with Akash, we started talking about the auction and the, the need to perform in this edition of the IPL with a major auction coming next time around. This is a stage where you can really stick your hands up to not just your own franchise, but the other franchises to try and gain some attention when it comes around to that major auction. I didn't particularly understand the difference and what might happen at a major auction. Akash runs us through that. 
explains all of that. And then we have a chat about the dynamics of that and the challenges facing the franchises when it comes to that major auction. But that's coming in a couple of days' time. Let's have a chat with Akash. Akash is one of the regulars from bygone days. He was a big part of our World Cup coverage in 2019. And it's fantastic to have him back on the show. So here's Akash Siva Subramaniam talking about all things young cricketers, starting off with the Chennai Super Kings. and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Akash, welcome back. Hi James, how are you? I, I heard you got your first shot of vaccination so that's a good news and hopefully we are getting to the good good part of the world back and everything is back to proceeding. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we're going to get back to some kind of normality. It's going to be, even if we get going, it's not going to be normal for a long time is it? But uh, at least we're kind of starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel and uh, I guess... To bring that back to what we're talking about, the light at the end of the tunnel for some of the youngsters we're going to be talking about is a illustrious career in cricket, isn't it? And just looking back to last year's, um, I guess, our predictions, our assessments of the young talent, the one that you picked out at the end of the show last time to be the star of IPL 2020 was a certain youngster at RCB called Dev Dutt Paddicle. And he did rather nicely, didn't he? Yeah, he did rather nicely. And he's actually continued his form and he scored he's put on some crazy numbers in the in the 50 over tournament he scored 700 runs in that tournament and it's just going upwards and onwards i think around two next two years he'll be up there in the indian team yeah it's not going to be long and he's going to be a joy to watch again because i'm sure rcb will start him at the uh, top of their order after how well he played i mean for some of the the youngsters that did well last year i mean you look at devduck paddicle there's also ravi bishnoi of kings 11 as it was back then he had a really good tournament didn't he there's a few that had some good performances i guess it's uh you know second season syndrome is something we talk about a lot with youngsters they burst onto the scene in their first season they come back the second time around and other teams have plans for them they understand their play a little bit more and they find out ways to maybe squash them down a little bit so the likes of Paddicle and Bishnoi etc are going to have that to contend with aren't they? Yeah for sure the expectations have been uh, intensely grown uh, since the last year so they'll have to live up with that now and it's 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 going to be added pressure because uh, Ravi Bishnoi is, has been earmarked as as the strike bowler for Punjab and so is David Padikal. He's, he's been one of their best batsmen last year. So, both of them have to live up with that pressure. As well as, I think, Rituraj Gekwad. Uh, he didn't start well last season, but the way he ended uh, the season with 350s, I think he's on a good run. Hopefully, he continues that form this uh, year and we can get to witness his class a little more. Who knows wins? Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who Knows Wins? In a league of their own. Well, let's start with CSK. Um, Rutraj Gaykwood, as you as you mentioned, uh, took his chances towards the end of the IPL. They were talking about him maybe having cemented his certainly starting berth in CSK's side this time around. But the uh, the guy that you've chosen um, to talk about today for CSK is a, uh, a young fast bowler called Harry Shankar Reddy. Um, I've been looking at him on social media and I've seen that he's he's making a few noises, isn't he, in terms of people starting to notice him before the tournament even, even begins. He was the youngster that got MSD, was it twice in a practice game? So there's quite a few people talking about him. Tell us a bit about the 22-year-old. 
exactly he's the one who got uh, amazonia in the practice session but more importantly he's is a very unique bowler uh, and i don't think chennai super kings has ever had a bowler like him because he does not only bring in express pace but he also brings in those yorkers i don't i don't think anyone in the csk uh, unit can can like nail on those yorkers very well and uh, he's really proved his form in the last two tournaments at least in the domestic arena for he plays for andhra and in the 20 over tournament he rather picked seven wickets for the team and it, it, it the economy rate is slightly on the higher side but uh, with that x factor and with it action he brings in right the chances of getting wickets are more and that that's one thing csk lacked last season they could not pick a lot of wickets which hurt them so again he he might not get his chances early on but uh, during the tournament he should get a chance and one of the things with these youngsters akash that stands them in good stead is that they're indian and obviously with uh, overseas players coming in you can only play four of those and if you can get a quality youngster who is indian it gives you the chance to uh, you know add balance to that side by bringing in some some local talent doesn't it so the likes of harishankar reddy coming into the tournament is obviously you would imagine impressed msd a little bit by the fact he's got him out um in the practice games but if they can play him it means they can play in overseas elsewhere exactly but uh, i mean not just that if you look at it right as a larger team if he's an uncapped player and if they are willing to risk him or if they are willing to even retain him for next year right if they pick a player like that they're going to have their future set that that's how mumbai operated that's how they operated in the last three seasons at least they backed their uncapped players to become big and the likes of suri kumar yadav vishan kishan pandya brothers as well as bumrah all of them were uncapped players and by the time they they had like mumbai up and going and that's how mumbai has become a successful ipl franchise you know a guy we talked about last year for csk um who's still there is um r sai kishore young slow left armor didn't really get much of a go last year do you think he's going to have a chance as well well i think this time he might get a chance uh, i'm not sure if he's going to get all the chances because csk anyway not going to play in chennai so they're going to play in on neutral venues on venues where there're going to be more bounds but uh, he's certainly a very good option because uh, ms dhoni use, usually uses a spinner in the power play where he can tight things up or pick a wicket and he's that kind of a spinner who can tight things up he doesn't give he concede a lot of runs he usually concedes like six runs and over and around that so that kind of a bowler who can not only apply pressure but also lead to wickets elsewhere so i think he'll be used uh, when they come to the delhi stage of the tournament but not i don't think in the mumbai stage he'll be used a lot he's had a really good time in the um said mushtaq ali trophy um as said kasuri he's uh, not actually taken a huge amount of wickets this time around but his economy rate through the competition 4.82 we was one of the stars of the show the year before but you know, he, he he's coming into this uh, this tournament with a, a fair amount of confidence and success behind him exactly he's not not just coming on back of some confidence but he's also played a decent amount of cricket in the last one year to like propel his chances of playing in the uh, in the 11 because he's a sim- very similar bowler to Mitchell Santner and uh, with Chennai Super Kings you know the four foreigners are going to be key players and if Chennai can't field uh, Mitchell Santner they they have to pick Sai Kishore as that option so i think it's a good option to have um, and this time around i think Chennai have at least one option for every uh, at least an alternative for every place so that's a good thing to have well harishankar reddy then was your pick for csk we'll put him down on the list and we'll come back to all of these names a little bit later on and like we did last year we'll try and pick out our sort of top 3 in terms of who we think is going to be the, uh, the standout as dead the panicle was last time around 
Elvis Presley once said, we're caught in a trap. We can't get out, but we might be able to soon. Hopefully COVID-19 will be behind us and we can get back on the cricket pitch this summer. And you need to make it count. BlackRatCricket.com They have an original range, a rodent range, a little rat range. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count. BlackRatCricket.com Join the infestation. Delhi Capitals, Akash, they have a youngster called Ripal Patel. I mean, say youngster, he's 25, but Ripal Patel um, is somebody who has a little bit about him, doesn't he? You look through his, I haven't played a huge amount of games. Some of these youngsters actually coming into the IPL with not a massive amount of sort of top level cricket behind them. But he is somebody that uh, looks like he's got a little bit about him. Yeah, actually, if you look at all these names on the list, right, they're not prolific run scorers or prolific wicket takers, but they have that uh, sense of T20-ness in them which has kind of propelled the franchises to pick them. That's that's how I would define Ripple Patel as, as a as a proper T20 player because he can strike the ball really hard. He strikes it at 190 in T20s and he can also bowl a bit. So it's always a good thing to have uh, an extra bowling option. And I mean, we've seen franchises have seven, eight bowling options. So it's not a bad thing to have. And especially in a franchise like DC, right, where where the last last year they suffered with injuries and all of that, it's always good to have an Indian option who can finish things off. So this time they don't have Shreya Sayer, so they have to kind of rely on these uncapped players in the middle order to kind of uh, fulfill that roles and gap. When we look at Ripel Patel's domestic T20 record, he's only played 11 games, but he's, um, as you say, a strike rate of 189.1. And 15 fours and 14 sixes. So he, he, he's a big hitter, isn't he? he? He's not going to die wondering if he gets his opportunity. Exactly. And uh, in fact, Delhi have two players like that. They have a player called Lilith Yadav, who unfortunately didn't play a lot of games uh, in the last year. He's another player who can knock the ball like that. So it's good to have at least two, three options like that. And in case a player is underperforming or something, you can always replace them. And it's always a good option to have a lot of choices. Well, you've got another man down on your list for the um, Daddy Capitals youngsters to look out for. And the uh, next one we're going to talk about is uh, Mami Maran Siddharth, who is 22 years old, um, a bowler who is um, slow left arm. Again, hardly any top level cricket behind him. But as you say, I mean, is there a case here? I mean, before we get on to um, Siddharth, obviously we're in the kind of last year of the cycle of the auction cycle. Are some of these franchises maybe taking a bit of a punt on some of these youngsters to just give them a year, see what they're like so that they can judge them to then purchase them properly further down the line for a longer term? Absolutely. I think uh, coming to next year's auction, all these players will have at least one year of of their showing in the nets and practice sessions. So they'll have a clear picture of how these players can perform under the pressure. And uh, with M. Siddharth, uh, he's not played a lot for Tamil Nadu last uh, in, in the Syed Mustakali. But the one game he played, he played in the final and he picked four wickets. So he's that one player who can always give you wickets. And and with he's a very similar bowler to Sai Kishore. And both of them just just don't concede runs. They hate conceding runs. And then they pick wickets like it's, it's every day for them. So... It's good to have a bowler like that and especially having youngsters in a team is always good because they're all highly charged and motivated. So it's good to unleash them and then they can do their things. So it's a good thing for DC because they have aging stars. They they especially have Ishan Sharma and Amit Mishra. So if anything happens to them, they they didn't have a lot of options last year. So 
it's good to have options this year at least to cover all bases. Well, Rupa Patel, as you say, he took four for 20 in the uh, in the final against Baroda in Ahmedabad back in January, end of January. Teammate of uh, Sai Kishore in the uh, Tamil Nadu side. And although Kishore went uh, without a wicket in the uh, final he was very economical in the final and the two of them together obviously playing for different franchises this time around have been instrumental in that Tamil Nadu side exactly they, they were key to Tamil Nadu's success and uh, that's how Tamil Nadu have actually built this side in the last two years if you look at it they, they've relied more on their spinners to do the job and, and they've actually come up with the good so you can't really complain when when the team is winning, right? So, Siddharth and Saikisho, both of them have been really economical and as well as picking wickets, right? So, they're up up there. So, it's it's a good thing to have and especially for Delhi, right? They already have Ashwin in the side. So, it's, it's not going to be too tough to accommodate him or get him acclimatized to the side. So, it's it's a good thing to have. We heard the news this morning that Axel Patel been tested positive for COVID uh, and he's a, a, a sure starter for Delhi in the spin department. So, is that good news for a, a Siddharth there with his slow left arm? Yeah, it's it's. I, I wouldn't call it a good news, but I would say it's an opportunity for him to pick up the goods and keep performing. If he performs, say, one, two games, and then he can really put Akshar Patel under a lot of pressure. And then and then the pressure actually talks, right? So it's a good thing that he get, he might get an opportunity. And uh, as far as I've heard, I think uh, Akshar Patel might miss the first two games. It, it won't be more than that. So I hope he's he's recovering well and he's... Is on track to recovery and he can play. And but as far as Siddharth is concerned, he's a really good bowler, and I think he can slot into the eleven. Yeah, when I say good news, obviously I'm thinking purely from a cricket team selection point of view. Nobody testing positive for COVID is good news for anybody. Let's move on to the Kolkata Knight Riders. You picked two youngsters from them. And um, the first one that we're going to talk about here is a, a young all-rounder, 26 years old, and it's uh, Venkatesh Ayer. He's played a little bit more cricket, actually, than some of the uh, the other guys that we've spoken about. But in T20 cricket, he's going along at nearly 140 strike rate, um, high score of 88 in domestic T20s. And obviously, uh, he's bowling right arm, medium seam bowling as well, picks up a few wickets here and there. And the good thing is, uh, if, you, if you look at Kolkata, right, they, they've released Tom Banton. So, they're short on the opening slots. So, Venkateshaya perfectly fits in there. And he's open He's open in the Syed Mustak Ali for Madhya Pradesh. And he's he's scored a lot of runs. He's scored 227 runs at 115-year strike rate. Just to jump in there, Akash, if you're only as good as your last game, in his last game, he scored 198, which was his highest list A score. And anybody to get 198 in a list A game, you're going some there, aren't you? Exactly. He he has that hunger to score runs as well as, as, as you mentioned rightly, he's, he's another bowling option and a bowling option is never bad in T20s, right? So, yeah, he's he's come, he'll, he will definitely come into the tournament with a positive spirit having scored that 198 against Punjab and definitely he's a really good player that they can bank on and uh, especially with their opening slightly weak, uh, not slightly weak, but not not settled yet and they could, they could really use him uh, at the top of the order and then get a positive start. So that's uh, Venkatesh Ayer. He's worth looking out for, I think, because he seems to be somebody that, uh, whether he makes the starting lineup for Kolkata is, is a different thing, but he's certainly going to be somebody they turn to if they need, uh, if there's an injury or if there's somebody else. He's next in line, isn't he, I think, and could be very interesting to see how he goes. Um, the other man that you've picked out for uh, Kolkata is Vaibab Arora, 
who, again, 23 years old, hasn't played a huge amount of cricket. He's a, a right-arm, sort of fast-medium bowler, Akash, who, at the age of 23, has got a lot to look forward to by the looks of him. Yes, exactly. As, as we've discussed it, right, this particular auction was not about players who can score the 200s or they can put on 600-run season or pick 2050 wickets in a season. It's more like they're realizing their talent and realizing their skill. And if they, if they think it's good enough in T20, they're just picking them. And Vaibha Varara is perfectly one such kind of a player who can, who who actually, if you, if you look at the stats, right, he's picked 10 wickets. But if you look at the importance of those wickets, it has come in the power play. And power play is one section where KKR really lacked last year. So it's not a bad thing to have an option especially in the power play, especially in a place where they have lacked resources. So I would say Vibora is a really good option. He he can bowl fast, he can bowl the swing ball, and he can really bowl that Yorker as well. So it gives a three-dimension to him, his, his bowling, and especially a guy who has picked wickets is always beneficial to the team. Somebody we talked about last year, Akash, was Kamalesh Nagakoti, who didn't really get an opportunity last season. He's a fast bowler who um, we talked about quite a bit. Dinesh Kartik had said ahead of the last edition that he was bowling 150 clicks and there seemed to be a lot of buzz around him, but never really, we never really saw him. Do you think he might be somebody that we see a little bit more of this time? Of course, I think uh, Shom Mavi and Kamlesh Nagakoti, both of them, we are going to uh, have a look at them this season as well. But I don't know how many opportunities they're going to get constantly because Prasad Krishna is there. He's obviously capped right now and he's the talk of the town. So... If they play him, then it reduces the chance of the others getting an opportunity. So I think we might see him. I'm not sure if he's going to play all the all the 14 games. Let's move on to Mumbai Indians, then the defending champions and fairly settled side, haven't they? It has to be said that squad is pretty strong and uh, breaking into that uh, starting 11 isn't the easiest job in the world. But the uh, guy that you've picked out here is a South African and Marco Janssen, 20 years old, and I've only really become aware of him in, in, in recent times after the IPL auction, to be honest. But six foot eight, and he's fast, he bowls left arm quick, and he also gives a bit of a tonk as well. He's got a strike rate in T20s of 125, and he's got a decent record behind him. He's got 54 first-class wickets at, at just under 23 as well. I understand, uh, or as I understand it, the Ambani family, obviously, who control Mumbai Indians, they have the purse strings, they are the one of the richest uh, families in, in India, aren't they? And they consulted Quinton de Kock and asked him his opinion prior to signing uh, Marco Janssen and obviously got the positive information off uh, off Quinny de Kock and, uh, and plumped for him at the auction. It's going to be very interesting to see if he gets an opportunity. Well, I think Mumbai are certainly the team with a plan and they, they, uh, they know that what kind of a player or what kind of a role of a player they need and Marky Hansen perfectly fits into that. If you look at last season, right, they had Nathan Coltonelle and James Pattinson for that one spot, for that one overseas spot. Having somebody like Marco Janssen who can not only bowl fast, he can hit the right length and he can also bowl that slower delivery which is very, very uncanny. It's very difficult to spot his slower deliveries with that kind of a high action that he bowls, right? And that combined with him scoring 20 runs of 9 deliveries is a really good package to have. And that's that's kind of a package that Mumbai have always loved, be it Krunal Pandya or be it Hardik Pandya, all of them who have a similar trait, right? So, Marco Janssen is one such puller and, and, and as far as I've heard, they've been tracking him for two years and this this season is the one they've decided, okay, this is the time, let's go, let's have him and let's see how good he is. And I think he is going to be under pressure, no doubt about that, but He's one player who I think in T20s can really succeed with his action. He's, he has a, got, a, got a really high action. So it's going to be a 
tough task for batsmen to figure it, figure that out. And again, it's another example, isn't it, of bringing him in for one season, having a look at him and seeing what he can do, see if he impresses and see if he's worth plumping for for three years after that. Given Mumbai's how they how they function, right? I think Mark Jansen is somebody they they can really earmark and the next five years at least they can they can keep him in the tracks and probably sign him next year. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. Let's move on to our next uh, franchise on the list. Um, Punjab Kings, and obviously their Kings eleven of last year. Um, you've picked out a couple here. Sharuk Khan is the first one we're going to look at. The 25-year-old right-handed batsman, um, strike rate of around about 140 in T20 cricket. What impresses you? What are you looking forward to seeing from Sharuk? Actually, the one thing that impressed me about Sharuk Khan is versatility and Given that he played as a finisher last season, primarily for Tamil Nadu in the side Mustakali, every time he walked in, there was a positive attitude around him. And he certainly looked like taking the bowlers on. And which, in fact, if you look at it, right, Punjab Kings have in the past suffered with that. There's only Chris Gale really who can talk the ball. And Kale Rahul has been having an up and down season. He might have scored runs, but it has come at on subpar 130 strike rate. So having a person like him in the middle order who can really fire and can doesn't take away your uh, OC spot, unlike Glenn Maxwell. It's a good thing to have. And uh, in, even in the Syed Mustakali, if you look at it, he scored a strike rate of 220. He can really hit that ball. And I think that's one area where Punjab were, were really looking at him and for that kind of a role. And he'll certainly be a good part. Sometimes when we mention strike rates of things like 220, it kind of goes in one ear out the other as just numbers, don't they? Um, stats galore in cricket. But... A strike rate of 220 is colossal, isn't it? Uh, I mean, you go back two years to the IPL, and obviously IPL's a step up, but when Dre Rust had his terrific season, most valuable player season, was it 510 runs at a strike rate of just over 200? And he was winning games from nowhere. He was just ridiculous that season. So to get a strike rate more than that over a, over a little bit of a period, that's pretty impressive. That is, that's hitting pretty much every other ball for four, isn't it? Or six. Exactly. And, and having such players, especially Indian players, is a really big thing. Because, I mean, Indian players are never in the past huge hitters. They've always been technically very adept and technically very sound. But now we are having a list of players who can really attack. We, we saw... Abdul Samad last season for Sunrisers. And this season, we can see Sharkan in a similar role. And I think with the kind of pressure situation he was put under for Tamil Nadu this season, he's really come out well. And I think Punjab can use him 
wisely in the middle order as well as a as a finisher kind of a role. When the auction came around and I saw Sharat Khan has been bought, I was kind of confused a little bit because Sharat Khan is a fairly famous name in the IPL, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Sharat Khan is kind of a famous name. I was surprised that KKR didn't go for him because KKR. I thought they might go for him just for the just for the Twitter reactions and all of that, but. Yeah, just to just to explain though, Akash, tell us who Sharuk, the other Shahrukh Khan is. The other Shahrukh Khan is basically the Bollywood Bacha, and he's he's one of the biggest names in India. He's one of the biggest actors as well. So, and he's also the owner of KKR. So, that's that's Shahrukh Khan. I mean, he's not just the owner of KKR, is he? Whenever you see him interviewed, he just exudes excitement. He just he looks so passionate about his cricket. Um, it, you know, he's as, as you say, massive name there. So yeah, it would have been quite a nice little marketing ploy to have the two Sharat Khans together, wouldn't it, at KKR? Exactly, that's what I thought. But I mean, uh, as far as pure cricketing sense con- is concerned, right? Uh, I think Punjab Kings have made a really wise choice after they let go of both uh, Glenn Maxwell and Jimmy Nation. They really needed a power hitter in the middle order, and to get an Indian to do that is is really great because they, it frees up the overseas slot for a for a pacer. That's one of the things with when you look at some of the 11s the you know you bring in your overseas stars batsmen they tend to go in the top 3 you bring in your bowlers who are further down but to have an indian hard hitting batsman that can maybe slot in at 5 or 6 in the order that's something that a lot of the franchises are missing isn't it exactly i mean uh, mumbai are privileged to have one csk are privileged to have one and if you look at the other franchises, they're slowly picking up the pace. And with Shahrukh and even Punjab have picked the pace right now. So in the next one, two years, I think we'll we'll, we'll see a lot more Indian players who really are the finishers in, this, in, the, in their respective sides. So it's a good thing to have. And uh, as, as, as far as overseas is concerned, right, you need more overseas pacers at the moment. So that kind of kind of takes away the spot for a finisher overseas department. Two of the guys that we spoke about last year for Kings Eleven, as they were, um, Ravi Bishnoi, who we already spoken about at the top of the show because he had a, a, a terrific IPL 2020. He was the Kings Eleven's top wicket taker, leg break bowler, and uh, will be very interesting to see how he kicks on from his uh, breakthrough season. The other one was Ishan Perel, who didn't really get his opportunities, did he? I mean, when we spoke about him, fast bowler. Ishan Perel, we said that he might not be a starter and he didn't really get any any chances. Can you see him maybe getting a few opportunities this time? Probably he might get an opportunity this season and that's speculations because we really don't know about Mohamed Shami's fitness right now. We've heard that he's fit and he's back, but we don't know how what at what level he's operating. So in case they'll have to go down that route, he might get a chance. But if you look at larger thing, right, Punjab have acquired two great Australian pacers. So that really takes up most of their most of the pacer slot. So I am not sure, but if if they if I had to replace Mama Shami with somebody, I think it would be Ishan for it. Be interesting to see if Ishan gets his uh, his game then. Udkash Singh is your other um, pick for the Punjab Kings. He's a 22-year-old all-rounder. And you look at his stats, Akash, and pretty decent. He's played a little bit more cricket than some of the other guys that we've spoken about. He's only 22, as I say, and he's got a strike rate of 130-ish in, uh, in T20s. Uh, and a, a reasonable economy rate of just over a run of ball as well in the games he's played. So he's somebody that, you know, if they did turn to him, he's got a bit to offer. Exactly. And if you look at Punjab's last season, right, they had uh, Krishnapa Gautam, who, who unfortunately missed out last season. He didn't have a great uh, season. But if you look at the setup, uh, largely apart from him, there are a lot of leg break bowlers. They don't have a lot of off spinners. So it's great that they have added two great off spinners in the in the list. And Utkash Singh is one such kind of a player who can not only bowl off spin 
at a very good economy rate and he can pick wickets as well but he can also hit the 10 15 runs that you need in the end the end propelling that you say that 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 part of the game right so it's it's a really good thing to have especially for an off spinner who can hit few runs so it's a good double up for uh, for punjab it's that badger style Thanks to Akash. That's the end of the first part. Turn over now. Find the next edition, which comes out on Monday. So if it's already Monday, it's possibly already there. And we run through the rest of the franchises. We look at the Rajasthan Royals, the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, and the Sunrisers, Hyderabad. And we put it all together as we choose who are, we think are going to be our top three young stars of IPL 2021. brought to you in association with who knows wins put your money where your mates are and play along with the cricket badger thanks for listening we'll be back every day throughout ipl 14 have your say on twitter on at cricket underscore badger we'll see you again tomorrow Podcast Network.